Welcome to the Quill and Flame Publishing House podcast. I'm your host, Anna Augustine, and today we'll be talking to Vanessa Burton. Vanessa is the award-winning author of the Heartmaker Trilogy, and today we'll be talking to her about her new series, The Legacy Chapters, and the first book, Fortified. So please join me in welcoming Vanessa Burton. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. We're excited to to chat about your book that is fabulous. Very, very fabulous. I, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so what initially uh, inspired you to write Fortified? Uh, so the uh, initial inspiration for Fortified um, is it's largely based, well, inspired on the book of, or the story of Deborah and the book of Judges. Um, and I've always loved that story and didn't learn about it until I was a lot older. Um, I was a, until I was a freshman in college and I just loved Deborah. I love uh, the story. I love her strength. I love that she has, um, you know, a healthy relationship with her husband and mm. that this is a person that God placed in, in a leadership position and everything. I just love the whole story. Um, but it was never really taught or uh, talked about mm-hmm. a lot when I was mm-hmm. growing up in church. So I'm like, why isn't anyone talking about this amazing woman, uh, women? Cause there's another woman in that fantastic story, <laughs> but like, why doesn't anyone talk about this? So I always wanted to encompass that story and tell it in a way that kind of opens people's eyes a little bit more to like, there are other stories that are in the Bible that people don't really talk about that are just incredible stories. And so I just started with this idea and I mashed it with Mulan, which is one of my favorite Disney movies. And then I sprinkled a little bit of Pride and Prejudice on top because it has to be there. And then just smushed into a ball and made this story. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I definitely got, when I got to read it, um, Pride and Prejudice vibes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is really fun. That's a, it's a good dynamic. Su- super, super <laughs> avid Pride and Prejudice fans catch all like, there's little nods to it in there. And so I've had some endorsers or ARC readers be like, oh my gosh, was this like, you know, a nod to Pride and Prejudice? I'm like, yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited because I hoped it was. <laughs> That's awesome. So it was super fun. Um, so tell us a little bit about the characters in Fortified. So the main character is Devora. She is the daughter of the governor of Grenly. She is noble born. So she is uh, wealthy and she is very smart and she is very confident and she has planned out her entire future and no one's going to tell her her life is going to go a different way than how she's planned. So she has crossed her T's, dotted her I's, things are going to go the way she says they're going to go. Until they don't. (laughs) 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 So uh, there is a rite of passage for all 16-year-olds called the categorization call. Uh, Everyone gets a pack, a little package of pebbles, a little sack of pebbles, and they have to uh, categorize them um, in different color orders. So there's five pebbles and it's red, yellow, green, blue, and purple. I should know that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. That sounds I, I, right. I think, I think that's right. So depending on the color pattern that they stack, they get to choose that will determine their like career, their job, their path in life. And so Devorah's practice her whole life to go to the esteemed Blacklear Academy so she can follow in her father's footsteps and become the next governor of Grenly. Except the king says, no, I'm going to change what the color patterns mean. So the color pattern that meant Blacklear really means you're going to the military academy now. So she is not happy about this. And that's kind of where the story unfolds. And uh, we meet lots of fun new 
friends and enemies, possibly enemies, maybe more, maybe something less. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I uh, just the adventure just begins at that point. Yeah, it's really fun in the in the military castle palace base thing, whatever you yeah, want to call it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Corrupt kingdoms make do with what they have. <laughs> It's fun. You made a lot of really fun characters there. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That was actually one of the most difficult parts. Uh, I was talking to another friend on her podcast. And so she's like, you had such a variety of like different personalities and they all stood on their own really, really well. Like, how did you do that? And I'm like, I was really scared to write that because five different, you know, almost main character females that are very mm-hmm. distinct is really tough to make sure that they don't all sound very similar because oh, yeah. it's really easy to make them all sound the same. And so I was so happy when everyone was like, oh no, I love them. They have such a great group. They're all like similar, but they all have their different things and they all got along. And then it was yeah. just great. So that was so encouraging because that was a really difficult thing to do. Yeah, no, they were very, very unique and very, yeah, have different voices, which is fun. Um, yeah, I understand that. I have a cast in the novel I'm currently editing that has eight <laughs> different guys Woo! that are all sp- well actually nine there's nine different guys and they all have to be very different and yeah you gotta you gotta be able to tell them apart and that's that's yeah. challenging <laughs> it is tough it is tough so I'm, I'm I would never do eight five was enough <laughs> so, I, well, uh, as I say that I have like I'm working with six different point of views right now in book three, and I will probably have eight in book four. But they're like males oh and females. I feel like it's different when like you have guys and then you yeah. have oh, yeah. girls. And mm-hmm. it's, it's easier that way than like a whole, like like you said, a whole cast of eight men. Men is Thankfully, tough. they're not like main, main characters. But yeah, yeah. that's almost <laughs> harder when you're not in their head, too, because then you're like, oh, you have to have a distinct voice just from like this character's perspective. Like three lines. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're only in four Mm. scenes, but you need to be different than everybody else. (laughs) Yeah. It was difficult, but I'm really glad that that, that went off well and and everyone enjoyed that a lot. So tell us a little bit about Captain Blake. (laughs) Captain Blake is my military Mr. Darcy. So when we first meet him, so if you think Mr. Darcy, that's like, cool calm calculating you know just kind of looks judgmental and then ramp it up uh, probably about by 10 (laughs) that's what he's like very like cold very um a strong personality you're not going to get away with things you will listen to what he has to say or you know suffer the consequences as we see when we first meet him when one of his um soldiers talks back to him we see his personality um right off the bat but (laughs) we later learn that that hard exterior is hiding just such a wonderful heart inside gooey marshmallow or burnt burnt cinnamon roll is that burnt marshmallow whatever you want (laughs) sure your descriptor (laughs) sure but but he is he's a fantastic character um he is one we see a lot more we see more of in book two a lot more of in book three he is important he is an important character um and i love writing we get to see his point of view in book two a lot more and i love writing his point of view it is so fun because he his thoughts are just he's so snarky and sarcastic (laughs) and it's just it is just so fun so um background 
uh, for people who don't know. So my, my husband is in the Air Force. He is a major in the Air Force. And my uh, Captain Blake is largely inspired by my husband. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> not that not that my husband was ever, ever that intense but there are some you know glimmers there but it's been it's been great because if I don't know something that Captain Blake's gonna say or anything I will talk to my husband and I'll be like hey you know this situation's happening in in my world and and my husband's read all my books he's super supportive which is fantastic um and I'm like you know this is gonna happen this happens like what would you say in this situation and he would tell me and I'd be like oh that's gold and I'll like write it down (laughs) so so there are some direct quotes in fortified actually from my husband (laughs) that's awesome that is so awesome (laughs) so it's it's fun I feel like it's like slightly cheating because I didn't really make it up but at the same time I'm like well it's fine (laughs) you you draw it on your on your real life experience right like yeah we all do yeah exactly (laughs) so maybe not as direct as that but yeah, I yeah. feel like we all do it at some point. Yeah, well, I definitely been... based kid characters off the kids I work with. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> just sometimes you just can't think of anything better than like a real life thing that's happened, especially mm-hmm. with children. You're oh. like, you're not gonna believe what this kid just said. This is real. This actually happened. <laughs> yeah, like I could write a book on just like random kid quotes that I hear every day. Oh, I know. They're hilarious. They're, they're crazy. Oh man. <laughs> So what is your favorite setting in your story? Because there's a lot of different places the characters travel to. So what was yes. your favorite to um, write or like a place you'd want to visit or both or? I don't really want to go to the fortress. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want to go there. Me I either. Liked, me either. <laughs> I love Grenley because it was just, it's supposed to be this beautiful city that's like, surrounded by jungle it's tropical it is just warm and just inviting and just just free and pretty there's flowers palm trees everything everywhere just sounds just so so wonderful I'd love to go there and I also like to go to the palace we do get to visit the palace a little bit at the end (laughs) um um, that'd be fun just to go and uh just just wander around but uh those are probably probably the only two places I'd like to go I don't think I really want to go anywhere else (laughs) (laughs) um so what themes are in the story or what do you hope the readers will take away from it so our overarching theme of fortified is that life is going to throw curveballs at you and things are not going to go as planned in your life but that's okay because trusting God he will take those so-called blips you think in your life and Mm. turn them into something even greater and show you an even greater path um I wrote fortify with the idea of uh also personal experience of things that happened in my life I Mm. had this plan when I was in college that I was going to do all these things all these things were going to happen and none of them happened and none of them worked out (laughs) and so I was like whoa okay um so Devorah was very largely inspired by my young younger self um, with uh, a lot of those ideals of how mm. I thought things were supposed to be. And that's just not how it is always is. And learning to trust God in those times when life is a mess, you have no mm. way of looking up. You don't know where you're going. So that is the overarching thing that, you know, things are going to happen. Trust God and he will guide your path into the way that it's supposed to go. 
Um, there's also like little subtle themes of other things in there of not judging people based on first appearances mm. or first, uh, like when you first meet them, you don't know what they're really like. You don't know their struggles. You don't know what they've gone through or who mm-hmm. they really are. So we see that with our main female and male characters and that friendship is such a powerful thing and it's okay to be vulnerable and trust people as long as they are the right people to trust. Mm. And we see that a lot with Devora and her her friends her fab five that she gets to learn she gets to know and befriend um in the fortress um and and that was also you know just life lessons that I've learned that you know just because you haven't found the right people doesn't mean they're not out there Mm. um for friendship and everything like that so so those are kind of like the main the main the biggies there that's awesome yeah, that's a I I I love this book. Um, <laughs> I um, want to reread it. <laughs> I'm like two two books ahead, and people are telling me all these things. Like I love this part. I love this part. I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to reread it because I'm already forgetting little those little details. You know, you put in. It's so. actually funny. There's there's one part you have in there about um, like refining, like the mm, refiner's yes. fire. And yes. I was reading this um when we got our foster placement. Mm-hmm. and it was horrible <laughs> it was like really rough at the beginning and so I was able to like share that with my mom like hey in this book I'm reading they're talking about refining and like it's not fun but it's good yes yeah um, so this was really cool like that it came when I needed it most. I'm so That's glad encouraging That's... to you it's it. it is so encouraging I love that because you know when when I write I try to like I said put personal experiences in there of how I mm-hmm. felt during these times and a lot of like divorce feelings in there when like all these like awful things are happening that like stink and she's just like what in the world was I really this horrible of a person that I have to be like refined this much <laughs> and sometimes you look back and you're like well yeah yeah, I was, <laughs> yeah, I did. yeah, yeah, yeah you are um and I just I love I love seeing her growth as a person um because I look back on myself and I've seen my growth as a person as well and I love seeing that seeing how God has had his hand through you know, my mm. own personal life and be able to dictate that in a story as well. So I'm really glad that that encouraged you as well. Um, that was one of, one of my favorite, favorite parts of, of that book, that, that common thread that goes in, goes throughout mm-hmm. the entire story is, um, is fantastic. That's awesome. Was well, there anything else you want to share about the story before we go? Um, I have a fun, another funny, another funny thing about another oh, yes. character. Yes. Tell us. <laughs> I love, oh my gosh, your characters in this book are just so fun. <laughs> it is like when I was talking to um, Jane, who Jane is fantastic. She narrates Fortified. Ooh, so yeah. Fortify is an audiobook. My first audiobook, my my first series, the Heartmaker trilogy has not been put into audio yet. I don't know if it will be. It might be. But um, so exciting to have Fortified in audio. But um, when she was asking for a cast of characters and everything like that, and I was listening to them all out, I'm like, there's actually a lot of like, there's like the main people. There's a lot of like sub main people that I didn't realize were. were and I'm like, oh, oops, sorry. <laughs> That's a lot of people in this book. Um, but she was fantastic. She just she had a super super fine narrating it. So, anyways, drawing from inspiration. So there's another character we meet who is in level five of the fortress. His name is One Shot. He is been um, arrested for murder. And so we get little glimpses of him throughout the throughout the book. You don't really see him towards the end, but he is a big. He has been inspired by my uh, brother-in-law, 
<laughs> oh, really? <laughs> so my my husband comes from a family of uh, very tall uh, genetics. So my husband is <laughs> is my husband is six three, and he's the oh, shortest wow. one. He's the shortest one out of his five Holy brothers. Cow. And so, so my brother in law is is still we were friends before he was my brother-in-law and so actually my brother and sister-in-law introduced me to my husband so fun story there but um he is six six (laughs) so one shot is part giant so he is very tall and so this is talked about a lot in the book as you know anna and um and so the funny thing is is that I've gotten so many comments, uh, so many private messages and stuff about how much everybody loves one shot. And they're like, are we going to see him more in book two? I really, really like his character. I love him. I love him. <laughs> I love from tons of people. And like, I'm not exaggerating from everyone who's read it so far. Probably. About, I, I really liked him. <laughs> probably about like 80%, 80 to 90% of them have said like, I love one shot. Please let him be in book two. He is. Uh, <laughs> but so I told my brother-in-law this, I'm like, Hey, you know, like, I have unintentionally created a fan base for you. <laughs> All these readers love one love this character so much. And he's like, oh, well, you know, it's not the first time it's happened. <laughs> the same. <laughs> so it just oh, cracked me up, cracked me up so much. Uh, so One Shot actually gave me very, like, David and Goliath vibes. Like, his backstory. And I don't know if that was intentional, but I hope yes. so. <laughs> so, so... There is a little bit in there. I didn't do it full force, like on purpose, but like it is definitely there. Um, and I had people tell me that too. They're like, "Oh, I, I like was there supposed to be David and Goliath?" And I'm like, "Well, there wasn't really like I wasn't trying, but it just kind of happened." <laughs> but either way, it, it I'm just, glad it works too with like the rest of the story. I don't know what you have planned in the future, but just like the rest of the story and like different, like I always love finding like biblical, like even if yeah. it's not supposed to be a christian book or whatever like i love yeah. finding like biblical themes and like connections oh yeah or whatever. oh yeah i love it i love it um too. and so like i found a lie in yours actually <laughs> i feel like i messaged you i was like oh this reminds me of this character from the bible you actually have caught on to most of the things that i i think you're the only one who's caught on to something that nobody else has gotten yet and I can't say it because it's huge spoiler. <laughs> I mean, it's so sh- huge for like, it is like one of those like <gasps> moments and I don't really, but you're the only one that has caught and it. And I grew up on like allegory fantasy, yeah, like yeah. high school years was like tons of that. So I, I love yeah. catching it. So ah, yeah, I'm so excited yeah. for it. Yeah, some gold star for you. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh. Well, thank you for joining us tonight. I'm yes. so glad. You, Thank you for be having here me. and talk about your book. It comes out February 7th. Yes. yes. Um, and it ha- will the audiobook be available then? I believe so. The audiobook okay. should be available in ebook and paperback. Perfect. So check out Fortified by V. Ro- Romus Burke. Yes. Ha, yes. I said it right. <laughs> I hate, I'm always so nervous to say authors' names. Okay. That's okay. Yes. You're good. <laughs> This has been the Quill and Flame Publishing House Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Augustine, and until next time, go forth and write well.